Welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast hosted by nutritional coach Jessica Tai, where we are dedicated to promoting health and overall well-being through nutrition, specifically the ketogenic diet. We will provide you with all the latest science in nutrition, interviews with experts in the health and wellness field, and answer all your burning questions so you can find optimal health. This podcast is not intended to be used as medical advice and is to be used for informational purposes only. Please contact your doctor with any and all medical questions. Now here's Jessica. Hey guys, and welcome to episode number 52 of the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Tai. And wow, I'm just excited to be here with you and be talking to you again this week. I feel like I haven't been uh, talking that much with all of the interviews I'm doing lately on here. Uh, I haven't been really like sharing uh, that that much information, I guess. So, but I have been using my time since I'm not coming up with the material for all of these podcasts right now. I have been using my time to kind of develop a couple of the things that I have been trying to develop or wanting to develop and just not been able to do um, because I've been focusing on other things. So man, I've got so many great announcements. So I do have a really awesome interview for you today that I'm going to share with you. You're not going to want to miss this. She is really a dynamic guest and she's got some great information for you. But before we get to that interview, I want to share with you guys some awesome announcements that I have coming up. So first of all, I am officially a certified restart trainer. So that is a wellness and nutrition program that is that I am going to be teaching. I'm going to be teaching them in person as well as doing online classes. So uh, that's very exciting for those of you who have been reaching out and waiting on me to start, excuse me, to provide some classes and some kind of online coaching. So this will be, uh, this would be a great option for, for you if you are interested in coaching, but maybe didn't want, you know, maybe the coaching one-on-one doesn't fit your budget and you're kind of wanting to, um, but you're wanting to have some kind of uh, coaching and and some kind of education on nutrition and wellness and um, that type of thing. So the restart program was created. It was developed by a nutritional therapy practitioner, and uh, I am licensed to now teach that class. And so it kind of helps. You know, I figure why recreate the wheel with this one. So she's done a really wonderful job with um, putting this class together. It is a five-week long class, and during the five weeks, you will, you know, we go through many different um, aspects of health and nutrition, basically. So much you're going to learn through this program that I really think you're going to enjoy it. So it is five weeks total, and um, I, like I said, I will be starting an online group with that soon. So I should be beginning that class in August. So I was going to wait till kids are back in school and that way uh, moms and dads that would like to join the class will be able to do so. So I will make an announcement 
on here when I have that link live on my website. I'm also going through a, a website redesign and um, those types of things because I am going to be creating my own online classes that will be uh, self-directed. So while the restart program will be directed uh, by me, it will be a live class at the same time every week and it will be limited number of students that will be allowed to be in that and I will be teaching that class live through like a Zoom um, account. So you will be actually having me teach you live every week. The other classes that I am working on right now will be classes that will be self-guided. So you will be able to just download the classes and then take yourself through the classes if you would prefer to do something like that. And so I'm working on those classes as well and I'll have those up. Uh, it'll be a little while before I get those up. We're starting with the restart program first and we'll be doing those. But I'm working on getting my website uh, up to, you know, so it will be able to, to accept these new things that we'll be doing on there. Also going to start uh, a blog, so I will have that up and running. And I have started my uh, YouTube channel. So I started the YouTube channel uh, quite a long time ago, actually. And I had like one video on there for almost a year, I think, and <laughs> um, just didn't have any time to devote to doing putting any more videos on there or doing anything else. So it was a little bit, um, a little bit tough for me to kind of get that up and running, but I now do have it up and running and I've got, I think like four videos on there. Now I've got, uh, my top tips for beginning keto lifestyle, uh, top keto travel snacks and, um, a video about mindset. And if you have stalled on keto weight loss, how uh, mindset might really help you out. So I kind of work you through a little bit, kind of my tips on, or kind of the different mindsets you could have and then how you could work through, uh, kind of resetting that for your yourself and, and that type of thing. So got those on there. Hopefully we'll record a couple more here in the next few days and get those up and going. So if you'd like to subscribe to that, you will know anytime a new video becomes available. So on, you can go to YouTube and I believe if you search for it's keto lifestyle with Jessica Ty NTP is the channel. And I think if you, if you search for keto lifestyle, um, sorry, I'm typing here while I'm, yeah, if you search for keto lifestyle with Jessica Ty, then you, the, um, channel will come up as long as well as the videos. But if you click on the channel one, then you'll be able to go to actually go to the channel and you'll be able to, um, I believe you could then subscribe to it and all of that. So you'll be notified every time a new video is posted. So if you'd like to follow those, that's great. So that's another way that I'm trying to kind of help supplement the keto lifestyle for you and, uh, provide those videos for you. Um, working on getting better at doing those videos as well. So, and I would love uh, for if you watch those and would like to leave a, a comment, a kind comment, please. <laughs> um, that would be great. Or if you want to leave a comment on some other things that you want to know about or hear about, or if you want to send me an email and let me know things that you would like me to do a video on, that would be wonderful. I would love the ideas from you guys and I'll pretty much do anything that you want me to do. I would love to address it for you. So, uh, so that's that. So I've talked about the restart classes that will be starting up in August. And I, again, I will announce when that, um, goes live on the podcast here and in my social media.
media. And I am hoping to have that live in the next week to two weeks. Um, so, and it will be a very limited amount of spots available on this. And so once again, I will announce that when that happens, so you can rush right on there and reserve your spot. And then, um, let's see what else I seems like I have. Well, I do have, I have a new office space that I'm going to be getting into here shortly. So I'm super excited about that. And, um, with the potential to open it up to having even more space and being able to teach my classes right there in that, in my own space. So looking forward to that. So I'll let you know when I get more information on that. And I'm sure I'll post pictures on social media and all that fun stuff for you guys. But so uh, things are rocking and rolling. I'm uh, continuing to be booked for seminars. Um, I am traveling around the country, actually, giving those seminars. Um, I do have one that is coming up at the end of this month that uh, the public is welcome to uh, attend. So if you would like to, if you're interested, that one is going to be in Salt Lake City area, Salt Lake City, Utah. So if you are interested in attending that seminar and you're in that area or will be traveling to that area, I would love to meet you in person. If you're a listener to this podcast and you know, are like, yeah, I'd love to go see it. Um, that would be great. And I can, if you want to reach out to me, I will give you the information, the address and everything of where it is. And I will let you, um, and then you can RSVP that way because we have to know who is actually coming to that event. And uh, we have to put your name on the list so they will let you into this office and let you be part of that uh, group. So if you'd like to do that, send me an email, jessica at jessicatai.com, and I'll get all that information and get your information from you. Okay, I think that's all I have for today on that front. So I did want um, to introduce my guest to you, though. I read you her bio and kind of let you know who you're going to be hearing from today. So she is a friend of mine. She is a fellow nutritional therapy practitioner, and I actually met her through my NTP classes. Her name is Amy, and she is just an incredibly awesome person all the way around. I've spent a lot of time with her, and a group of us girls actually stayed with Amy. Um, actually, Amy's parents, um, she is married and does not live at home anymore, but her parents um, have a beautiful home, and they were gracious enough to offer uh, several of us to stay there with them. So we kind of did like this grown up uh, woman, you know, slumber party almost. <laughs> I was like staying at a bed and breakfast. It was a beautiful, beautiful home and beautiful location, uh, not far at all from where our exams and schooling was taking place. So it was a, just a wonderful time to connect and be able to spend time together and, um, of course, get to know each other better. So I can't wait to share her with you, but I'll go ahead and give you her bio and then I'll introduce her to you. So Amy Flaschenberg Lakowski is a nutritional therapy practitioner who helps active men, women, athletes, and women with a history of disordered eating heal their frustrating digestive issues and rediscover their energy through real fruit, food and ditching restrictive diets. Amy emphasizes a foundational approach to wellness, focusing on addressing root cause issues to restore health. Amy sees nutritional therapy clients one-on-one, virtually and locally in person, and also creates customized meal plans and recipes, even offering in-home meal prep services to local clients. Her latest project is her new Building a Healthy Website course, which teaches health and wellness professionals how to build a beautiful, engaging, and helpful website 
for their wellness businesses so that they can reach and serve their ideal clients. So, um, she also has an incredible deal for listeners of this podcast that I want to let you guys know about. I will link to this in the show notes, but if you have any interest in taking her building a healthy website course, whether you're a wellness professional or not, she is that she has a, a background in this. She is amazing. She's a really great teacher. She has a beautiful website of her own and, um, she is offering us an incredible deal. She is actually giving us a 40% off discount to keto lifestyle listeners only. Um, seriously, you guys, I cannot tell you how, what a great deal this is. You will not have a website like this for even close to this price. So if you are listening to this podcast, again, you can go to the show notes and pull this uh, link out of there so that you can go directly to her site to do this. But I will link to all of this in here. If you go to her uh, Building a Healthy website, um, it is bit.ly forward slash building a healthy website. So um, again, bit.ly forward slash building a healthy website, all lowercase. If you enter the coupon code keto lifestyle, all uppercase at checkout, you will get the discount. So that is $200 off of the regular price to build um, for this course to learn how to build your wellness and health professional website. And so one final thing before we get to the interview with Amy is I wanted to let you know that during this call, the audio quality is not the best. I think Amy was recording, um, was, was doing this Skype interview with me outside. And so there is a little bit of interference from, um, I'm guessing it was a breezy day and I apologize that I didn't catch this during the recording, but I've cleaned it up as best I can. And, um, I really don't think it's too bad. So I think you will still be able to hear and get all of the great information that you are going to want to get from this interview. All right. Thanks. Today, I am welcoming to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast a sweet, sweet dear friend of mine and fellow nutritional therapy practitioner, Amy flashenberg Look. Kowski? <laughs> I, I always Kowski, get you got it. The hyphenated part always trips me up, Amy. So uh, um, it trips me up too, girl. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jazz. Happy to be here. Yeah. So um, I am just so super excited to introduce you to my listeners, and I think you are like a superwoman. You're amazing. And um, I've learned so much from you, and I absolutely just loved being in our NTP classes together and getting to know you better. And I just would like for you to kind of, if you can just kind of introduce yourself, um, kind of like a quick bio as to who you are and, and kind of uh, what you do so my listeners can get to know you a little better. Sure. So... Again, thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to be here and honored. Um, but yeah, so I know Jess through, um, we were in the same nutritional therapy practitioner program um, over the last nine months. I guess it's, well, we graduated now, so we started about <laughs> 10 months ago. Can't believe it. I know. Um, but yeah, so we met through that program and basically, so I guess I'll back up. Yeah. I'll back up pretty, pretty far. So, you know, in high school, um, growing up as a female, I think we all are subject to 
kind of the societal, um, you know, pressure of being a certain size and all the diet culture surrounding us in the media and, you know, with friends and family, there's also some influence there too. So in high school, I started developing some disordered eating tendencies and body image issues. And I think that's a time in a lot of people's, a lot of women's lives in particular, where those issues kind of start developing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they just kind of started getting more intense and worse throughout um, my high school career. And then when I went into college, my first year of college, um, I was um, I was full blown anorexic um, and like clinically diagnosed. Um, but I was still able to go off to college and enjoy my time you know, still plagued with all the issues surrounding something like anorexia. And, um, I, you know, it, things got worse being away from home for the first time was an added stress to an already kind of fragile situation, I think. Mm -hmm. And, um, so, you know, I just kept, uh, getting more restrictive around my food and lost a ton of weight. And, um, eventually the, uh, health center that I was supposed to be seeing, uh, every week there eventually said I had to go home or I had to have one of my parents come and basically stay with me at college, which was like the worst situation <laughs> you remember in college. Like it like that was the worst case scenario. So it totally ruined my whole, like, I, I was so upset because, you know, my mom had to come. She stayed at a hotel up at, I went to school at um, Penn state university. And so she basically had to live up at, in state college, Pennsylvania with me and eat, make sure I was eating every single meal. So I had to go into her car for every meal and eat every meal with her oh, wow. just to make sure I was eating. So yeah, it was, it was a pretty like dire situation. And there was a point at which I had to go home because my blood pressure was way too low. My heart rate was way too low and my electrolytes were all screwed up. And so basically I was sent home to be evaluated at a, um, an inpatient facility. Um, I eventually got let go and, you know, I, um, eventually had to like enroll in therapy up at state college just to make sure that I was still like on track and starting to get better. Um, and that year was a really tough year for me emotionally, obviously, and, and physically, mm -hmm. but I think that's kind of like where my whole health journey started because I was really abusing my body in a lot of ways. Um, you know, with malnourishment, not eating enough food and, um, obviously the stress of that whole condition and then being, um, you know, in college and having the stress of school and all that was pretty hard on me as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so I got through that year and actually made some improvements physically and emotionally and was in a good place actually for the rest of college, believe it or not. Um, and then it wasn't until after I graduated college that, um, I actually started to slip into some old habits. And I think anyone who has experience with eat eating disorders or disordered eating or body image issues knows that these things can pop up, uh, you know, even when you think you're in a good place. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I, I don't really like to say that I don't think it ever goes away, but sometimes I feel like that's true, unfortunately, just cause these things are so deeply ingrained in us. Yes. Um, and so I don't know, I just, I just came to a point, um, you know, I was adding in some, so for anyone who knows me up until, um, a couple years after college knows I hated running and I would do some exercise occasionally. Like I did, I was in, uh, on the cheerleading team in school. Um, so, you know, and growing up I did gymnastics and ballet and some other physical activities. So like I 
was used to moving my body, but, um, and, you know, I was involved in, in some sports. So, um, that was part of my life, but I have never really loved running or working out at the gym. It was never really my thing. And then a couple years after I graduated college, I started getting into running. And I think that that's where I started seeing, um, some of those body image issues and disordered eating disease kind of come back. Um, and I think I hadn't noticed them manifest in that way earlier because I wasn't really into exercising. So as soon as I started making exercise a big part of my life, some of those disordered thoughts and behaviors around food started coming up as well. Hmm. So, yeah, so they were, they were linked for me. So, you know, I started running and, you know, it started small, obviously, uh, cause you can't just go out and run a marathon when you first start running. That right. definitely wasn't the case for me, but eventually I got there and it, you know, running for me started off totally unrelated to food and body image. For me, it started off as a way to reach goals and achieve things that I didn't think I could do physically. And, you know, it made me feel empowered and strong. And I wish those were the things that I focused on solely when it came to exercise, but eventually it turned into, oh, hey, I'm noticing that my, you know, that I'm starting to lose some weight or my muscles are getting more defined and I'm really liking that. And so my focus became more surrounded on that aspect of the exercise rather than the accomplishing goals and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the further I got into that, it spiraled. And then I eventually started changing my diet because I thought this would only enable my, you know, my, my ability to continue running better. And I wanted to get faster and go for longer. And, um, so I actually switched over to a plant-based diet. Um, so I was eating primarily plant-based. I would eat eggs occasionally. Uh, actually, eggs were pretty much a staple most days, but that was pretty much the only animal product I would eat um, for about two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I you know, was not only stressing my body physically, um, but I was also stressing it um, you know, physically physically. So I was stressing my body physically with the running, obviously, but I was also stressing it physically by not giving it nearly enough nutrients that it needed um, Mm -hmm. at the time, given what I was doing physically, you know, as far as exercise went, but also just baseline uh, nutrient needs. Right. And I I think a lot of women, I mean, myself included, Amy, I fall right into the same category with you. And I think that a lot of women, I think we go to the vegan and vegetarian world um, because we think that that is healthy. And I think in the back of my mind, I also thought this will be the best way to stay skinny. And so while, you know, for me, it was, you know, if anybody would ask why I did it, I was always like, oh, because, you know, this is the healthy way to eat and, you know, meat is not good for you and, you know, blah, 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 blah. I would just, you know, come up with these things that I, you know, the rhetoric that you hear and I would just repeat those. But, um, but being honest with myself, it was, it really had not that much to do with, with anything other than my own body image. Like I wanted to, I just thought that was the best way to secure a thin frame. And that's what I was going to do. And I did the running at the same time, just like you. Yes. Oh my gosh. That resonates so hard with me because I, I, on so many occasions, and this was just my entire mindset was, you know, I meet is 
unhealthy because of, I, I don't even know why I felt that right. way, I, but, but, but eating plants will make me thin and make me feel good in my body, which uh-huh. like that was like the things I've learned now, obviously through my own experience and through the nutritional therapy program, I just feel like my whole world has been rocked as far as like what, how, what health really means. And, um, yeah, it wasn't in the form of only eating plants. Like we are not intended to be plant. I mean, we're intended to eat plants obviously, but we're also intended to eat meat and Mm -hmm. all these other animal based foods. Um, and, yeah. I, yeah. Like I learned the hard way that that was the case because eventually my health started deteriorating really hard. Like for, so here's the thing. And I think some people can get trapped in this too. Um, so when you make the switch early on from maybe eating a more traditional diet and eating, um, meat and all that from when you didn't have a choice, maybe when you were growing up, your parents fed you meat. And that's, that, that was the case for me. I ate a pretty well balanced diet as a kid. My parents, you know, my mom cooked all the time and we had family meals and things were good. And I, I feel like I ate pretty intuitively as a kid mm-hmm. until I started like having control over my food. And then that's why I started making some, some choices there that might not have been the best for me. But when we make that switch to a plant-based diet, I think the first year, maybe even two years, you can start to feel really good. Like that was my, totally my experience. I was like, I feel awesome. I feel light. I feel energetic. I don't feel weighed down after I eat. Like, I just feel great. Like, and that, I think we can get sucked into that feeling. And we're like, this must be healthy because I'm feeling better somehow. Like, I didn't know I could feel better, but I feel better Mm -hmm. until shit hits the fan. Right. (laughs) And we start to see all these issues with our health come up. And that's exactly what happened for me. Like for a while, eating plant-based, I was feeling really good on my runs and my workouts. And I was able to start running more and more marathons. And I was training for a a Ironman, half Ironman triathlon. And I was like, this is, this is feeling good. Like my body's feeling good until I don't, I, you know, I don't even know when it started, but, um, like if there was a moment where I was like, Oh crap, I'm not feeling so good. But I remember just kind of slowly creeping up over time. I started having all these digestive issues mm-hmm. and, um, they just got worse and worse. Like I was having this awful, awful bloating and abdominal like distension. And, you know, I looked, I looked seven or eight months pregnant all the time. And I was like 94 pounds. It was not normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so and I knew something was wrong. And, um, you know, I'd never really had any digestive issues like that before growing up. So it was all of a sudden this, this stuff hit me and, um, I just started getting more and more symptoms digestively. I, um, you know, I started having these gallbladder attacks all of a sudden, like, I don't I, I don't I didn't even know what, what it was, what I was feeling at the time, but you know, it was this radiating pain around my right, uh, upper right rib cage area. Mm-hmm. And eventually an ultrasound, uh, showed that it, I had, uh, gallbladder sludge, which is the precursor to gallstones. Mm-hmm. And of course the doctor I was seeing at the time, and we can maybe go into this later if you want, but just the, um, if when you're, and I'm sure your listeners may, might have experience with this too, that when you go to a standard Western medical doctor, which of which I respect and totally appreciate that they exist because there is a, uh, I, we need them for yes, sure. Right. But, but I think, um, you know, people who have had experience with more holistic care and maybe a functional medical system Mm -hmm. experience, 
you um, start to, to notice that there can be some downfalls to the more traditional medical way of thinking. So for mm -hmm. instance, with my gallbladder stuff, they said, well, you should go on a low fat diet. <laughs> and, and I'm like, this is I, like, I knew at the time, cause I was starting to learn about this nutritional therapy stuff and um, the importance of fats for healthy gallbladder function and all that. And they were telling me to eat a low fat diet. Mm -hmm. And I, I knew that that was not right. So I, you know, obviously didn't take their advice and did my own thing and did my own research and started incorporating more fats slowly, but surely. But anyway, so that was just another one of my, my many symptoms. And, um, yeah, so yeah, the digestive stuff was my kind of the manifestation of years and years of abuse of mm -hmm. my, on, on my body, like self-inflicted abuse. And, um, you know, there, there was that physical piece of it, but there was also, um, you know, I was around the same time, all this digestive stuff popped up. There was a lot of lifestyle stressors as well. You know, I was commuting two to four hours a day to work, um, wow. which was awful. Um, but I was also, you know, I was planning a wedding, which is wonderful in itself, but anyone who's planned a wedding knows <laughs> it can be really stressful. Mm -hmm. Um, we were looking for, to buy our first house. So that was a stressor. Um, I was living with my parents at the time, my, my, my fiance at the time and I were living with my parents while we were trying to find that house. So, um, that in and of itself can be a stressor. <laughs> mm -hmm. If you're an adult have lived out of the house and then moved back in, there can be some tension there. Oh, come um, on. Your parents are amazing. <laughs> oh my God. They are. I love them so much. I love them. But honestly, like, yeah, yeah. I'm sure you get of it. Of course I get it. I get it. Yeah. I mean, I've lived there with you guys for like uh, a long weekend. It was amazing, but yeah, adults <laughs> trying to live with other adults for any length of time can be difficult. Not to mention it when it's your mom and dad. <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. The, the dynamics get really funny there. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, there, all that to say, there were a lot of kind of lifestyle stressors as well. So um, for me, I think the trigger for all, for all of my health issues was stress in the form of physical stress, but also like emotional and lifestyle stressors. So I think that's something important that um, I always want to make sure people understand is that stress can come in a lot of different forms. And for me, that was the case. It was kind of all encompassing stress from every which way you can imagine. Right. Um, so, so even the I good stress, I mean, even, yes. I mean, obviously the commute is not fun and, um, you're, uh, you're out there in the DC area. So anybody that is in that area understands that commute, Oh my gosh. Um, pretty much like anywhere. Like it's coming from yes. Cincinnati, Ohio. Like we have no idea what bad traffic is. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, it's I mean, awful. I mean, it is crazy out there. But anyway, I mean, that's obviously a stressor. But then the whole wedding thing, like, you know, you think, well, that's, but that's so much fun, right? Or buying a new house, like that's so much fun. Like it's exciting and, but it is stressful. I mean, for your body, it's, it's a, it's a lot. It is. Yeah. And the thing is, if you had one of these stressors just existing in a vacuum, mm -hmm. our, we, we're, we're pretty, we're, we can handle that stuff. We're, we're okay with that. But it's when these stressors 
pile on and are happening all at once, that's when our body's like, whoa, 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 we know we're in trouble. We're going to start shutting things down mm-hmm. and, you know, we're not going to be able to digest our food. Our energy is going to suffer. Mm-hmm. We're probably, our hormones are going to go all out of whack, which was another piece of, of my, some of the symptoms I was having as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, we are designed to deal with stress because we have to for survival, but they're in, our, in the light, in the world we live in today, it's hard to just have one stress that we can manage really well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's when you see a lot of these health issues pop up is we're just surrounded by stress coming from every direction. Absolutely. So let's get back to, um, let's get back to the gallbladder, gallbladder and digestion piece, if you don't mind for a minute, because, um, you know, one of the things that, that I focus on a lot on this podcast, and I know my listeners hear me say all the time is focusing on the foundations and digestion is definitely one of those foundations. And I know you said that you went to the doctor and you know, he's of course giving you the complete wrong advice um, to go on a low fat diet. Like, well, that'll just make the problem go away. Just don't eat the fat. So it's like, no, no, no. You knew that wasn't right. You start, you know, you're kind of learning some of the nutritional therapy practitioner stuff already. And you're thinking this doesn't line up with what I'm learning and what I know my body needs in order to make healthy bile and have the, you know, the proper viscosity of the bile. And so how did you, what did you do? Like, how did you manage Um, that yourself and and kind of get that turned around? Yeah. So for, because I had been eating plant-based for like two, two and a half years at that point, that's when those gallbladder attacks kind of started happening. Um, I was also eating, I was also afraid of fat. You know, Mm -hmm. I had, I wasn't, I hadn't been enlightened about why, because we live in this culture of like, no fat is bad. Well, for many years now, anyway, mm-hmm. it's starting to get much better as you know, but, right. uh, you know, we have been told that fat is bad. Fat's going to make you fat. And coming from a place of disordered eating and body image issues, that's literally the last thing that was on my mind as wanting to, to incorporate into my diet. I'm right. Like, Why would I eat fat? That sounds like a bad idea. But, um, yeah, I just, I, as I started incorporating more and going off of that plant-based diet and eating more animal meat, I would, um, you know, I slowly was just kind of naturally eating more fat. Mm-hmm. And the more I started learning about the importance of fat, for so, so many reasons in our body, they play such an important role. I just started incorporating more fat. Like, you know, when I would, when I was eating plant-based, it was roasting my veg- vegetables with as little oil on them as I possibly could. Yes. And like, mm-hmm. like, tr- like basically like sopping up any extra with paper towel because I was so like, I was so nervous about just mm-hmm. ingesting that stuff. Um, so for a while, so if you don't eat fat, your, your bile doesn't need to be as on point. Mm-hmm. So when we're, if we eat low fat, which I know a lot of people um, have kind of living in the age that we live in, um, you know, that bile can suffer. It can become stagnant and too thick and eventually become calcified in, into those stones that, that, you know, can cause us to lose our gallbladder and get it's, it moved. It's definitely, it uh, it's definitely a use it or lose it type uh, system. You know, we're not exactly. using it and it's, it's getting backed up. Things aren't working properly. And mm-hmm. And then we kind of lose that ability to even be able to emulsify the fat that we do bring in if we ever bring any in. Exactly. Yes. So I was definitely 
experiencing that, I think. So, you know, I started incorporating more fat. And I think for a while, actually, my gallbladder attacks were getting worse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they started coming, coming, you know, with more frequency and with more intensity. The pain was a lot worse. And I think that was because um, my bio was kind of getting back online and starting to push through the gallbladder to be to be released into the small intestine to actually be used, mm-hmm. um, to emulsify the fats. But for, but because it was so thick and stagnant for so long, I think that my gallbladder was really struggling to pump it out for a while. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of a transition period where I feel like it got worse before it got better. Um, but I just kind of powered through that cause I knew I was, I fully understood that process and what needed to be done to get to a good place with my mm-hmm. gallbladder and the bile and all that. So, um, I did use, I did I was also taking a digestive enzyme at the time that contained ox bile. Mm -hmm. So that ox bile also kind of helped to supplement the bile that maybe I wasn't producing as well. Um, So that was also something that, and and it can actually help to loosen up your bile. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was something that kind of helped me during that transition phase. Um, But I will say, and I, you know, I didn't know this at the time, but Um, one of, you know, there are some fats that are easier to digest than others. Mm -hmm. So if someone is coming from a low fat diet and incorporating more, or they want to start incorporating more fats, I would suggest starting off with some of those more easy to digest fats. Um, coconut oil is like the easiest to digest fat. Mm -hmm. So that would be a great one to start with, um, just incorporating little amounts and then start building up and building up. That's great. So once you, and that's great advice. So once you started, so you kind of got that kind of coming back on track, your, um, you know, your bile flows getting better. And so did you start seeing a, a lot of changes immediately with your digestion? You know, you were saying you had a lot of bloating and, and issues with that. Did that start coming around right away or did that take a little more time? That stuff took a lot of time. And, you know, it's something that I, it was the most frustrating thing, I think. I mean, definitely that I've had ever had to deal with because I, basically, I was uncomfortable eating. You know, I started as soon as I started eating one bite of food, I would get this tremendous bloat and discomfort, and just all I wanted to do was sit down and curl up in a ball because it hurt so bad. Um, and you know, I when I started addressing the gallbladder stuff, it would it would have been nice if everything else fixed itself, but unfortunately, I don't think that was the only thing I had going on. Um, so I definitely had some, some leaky gut issues and I had some parasite infections and there was a lot, there were a lot of pieces, I think, to my puzzle that needed to be addressed as well. Um, and like you said, foundationally speaking, a lot of that for me, I believe started, you know, started with stress. So I really needed to get my stress in check mm-hmm. and I did that and I did that in a couple ways. I stopped exercising as intensely. I basically stopped running altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, th- and that was a piece that was really hard for me to give up because, uh, you know, anyone who has dealt with exercise or exercise addiction or over-exercise, even someone who just likes to go running, the endorphin high is real. Like that, mm-hmm. that's a, it's a hell of a drug and it's really hard to step back when you are basically addicted to this thing that makes, that gives you all these good feelings. Yes. Um, so that was a really hard piece for me to give up, but I, you know, at, it did get to a point where my symptoms were so bad and I was so uncomfortable that running was just like so uncomfortable for me to do that I just was like, okay, I got to stop this because it's 
obviously not serving me. It doesn't feel good. Why am I even doing this right now? Right, right. So I had to remove that stress of the intense exercise. I, um, and I know this is not a, a realistic thing for all people, but for me, I was able to find another job that was closer to where I lived. So my commute was made a lot shorter. Um, so that was a really big help for me. I think, um, the wedding obviously came and went, so that <laughs> stress was off my plate and we bought a house and, and that whole thing, unfortunately. And this is like a whole other side story was the house that we bought, um, it ended up being my, we had to sell it and we, it was so unfortunate because, you know, it's our first home together, but the house itself, the air quality was so poor. And we think there was some issues with, maybe mold that we were, we got it tested and never quite came up as positive for mold, but there was that exposure to my husband and I both felt it. We never felt well living in that house. So I think that was also a stress, um, obviously as well, if there was some sort of exposure to some sort of toxin. Oh, for sure. In our environment. Yeah. So we moved out of that house and, and over the last, uh, let's say almost seven months now that we've lived, um, in our, in our new place that has better, it was, it's a new construction apartment. So it's much better quality. We've, we've noticed tremendous improvements with our health. So I think that was a big part of it as well. Um, wow, yeah. That's so, awesome. so yeah. So anyway, going back to your original question, um, yeah, the bloating and all that didn't go away original, you know, initially when I started uh, addressing the gallbladder stuff, but it, you know, I started addressing the stress. Um, I stopped exercising as intensely and, um, I was doing a lot of gut healing because I had, you know, the leaky gut condition where, um, that can cause all sorts of issues mm-hmm. with digestion. So I you know, started healing my gut. I was working with a functional medicine practitioner at the time uh, who kind of guided me and was putting me on all sorts of different protocols and seeing what worked and what didn't. So, um, yeah, just, it took time. These things, you know, I always say that we, we don't get to this place of feeling so sick overnight. Mm -hmm. These things build and happen over a long period of time over many years. Like for me, this was many years in the making. So I, I started to learn that healing wasn't going to happen overnight either, as much as I wanted it to healing Mm -hmm. is a, a long process and it could sometimes be a very arduous process. And it's, um, yeah, I mean, when you feel sick, you just want to feel better. So, um, the, mm-hmm. the days go by so slowly when you're feeling sick every single day, I, I get that hundred percent, but I also want to remind anyone dealing with health issues and who might be in their own healing journey right now, healing takes time and the body wants to get back into balance. It wants to reach that homeostasis and things want to be functioning as they should as long as we're giving it the tools it needs and removing the stressors, then that would, those things along with time and patience and just having grace with yourself in the process, you will get to that point. Yes, that's, that's exactly right. That's a great reminder for people that is, could not be more true. And so, um, that just everything that you just have talked about has been, that's amazing. It's an amazing journey. And, um, I really think that a lot of people are going to resonate with what you've been talking about and what you're saying. I think many of us can listen to you talking and be like, yep, uh-huh, yep, been there. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly what you're talking about. And it manifests differently for each one of us. You know, I, though I didn't mm-hmm. have the exact issues that, you know, you were dealing with, um, I, you know, have had many 
hormonal issues over the years. I'm still dealing with digestive um, things that I'm trying to work on in my healing journey, which has been, you know, I've been doing this, uh, you know, a couple of years myself trying to heal. And so, um, you know, it's not an overnight process. It really does take time. And even when you, you know, think you're, you are doing everything right and you get frustrated and think, gosh, why, why aren't things changing? I think that is a really good uh, thing to remember is that it, we didn't get here overnight. I mean, I've been working on, you know, messing myself up for probably about 40 years. <laughs> so, so to think that it's going to get right overnight is not, I mean, it's just not going to happen. It's going to take a little time, but it is very doable. <clears throat> and uh, regardless of your age, you can turn things around and can heal. Yes, I, absolutely. That's the that's the main message. So, Amy, um, why don't you tell everybody um, a little bit about kind of what you're doing now and what your services are? You have so many awesome things to offer people. So, why don't you tell people a little bit about that? Okay. Yeah. So, right now, I um, offer one-on-one nutritional therapy services. So, basically, that's nutrition coaching and guiding. Uh, so the people who I really with are people who were like me a couple years ago, who are dealing with digestive issues and hormone imbalances and low energy and food intolerances, who really just want to get their health back to a place where they start feeling like themselves again and can do the things that light them up and that make them feel like humans again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, I offer uh, one-on-one nutritional therapy to help active women and men and athletes as women with a history of disordered eating or over-exercise, heal their digestion, balance their hormones, and get back to a place where they can do the things they love to do and just feel like themselves again. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I'm offering as far as nutritional therapy. Um, and then I also have some other services that kind of coincide with the nutrition. I also do meal planning. So I do that remote meal planning. Um, basically it's kind of, I kind of call it blue apron or plated, but more Mm -hmm. customized and a little different. So basically I create recipes customized to whatever it is that you need for your current, um, preferences, or maybe you have certain food intolerances right now that you're trying to navigate, or let's say you're on a certain health protocol therapeutically for now, and you don't really know what to eat. Um, I develop recipes designed to whatever it is that you need right now. And then, and then I will also, um, deliver groceries to your house using an online delivery service that correspond with those recipes. So Mm -hmm. basically you're getting everything, your recipes, your ingredients delivered to your house, so that you can create nourishing, nutrient-dense meals that are also delicious. <laughs> mm. um, and then I also do in-home meal plan, or sorry, in-home meal prep. So people who are local to the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, I uh, offer in-home meal prep. I come to your house, create your meals for the week, and put them in Tupperware in the fridge, and with reheating instructions, and then you're good to go. You have balanced, nutrient dense, delicious meals for the entire week. And you don't even have to think about it. That's Um, awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that's that's what I'm doing as far as nutrition. Um, and so I also have some other, like, so I, before I got into the wellness uh, industry, I also, so I spent about 10 years in the web design, web content development, um, field. So I, 
have learned to build really awesome websites for people over the years. So that's also something I do for health and wellness professionals. I offer website uh, development services, website content creation um, services. And I actually just a couple months ago released and launched my first online course called Building a Healthy Website. So it's an online course, self-paced, completely self-paced, um, where health and wellness professionals uh, basically learn how to create their own website for their small business. Um, so it's really tailored to health and wellness professionals and um, creating a website for their practice. Um, and yeah, so that's, that's awesome. also something that I just another project. Yeah. See, like I said, you are a superwoman <laughs> and yeah. you're, you're not mentioning, but you are a professional photographer as well. I am. And, and am. you can tell that by looking at your website because your, your yep. pictures are beautiful. And if any, um, we'll give all the contact information here in a minute, but following you on Instagram is just, I mean, you take the most beautiful pictures and, um, so that it's very clear that you're very talented in that. But people can get more information about everything that you just talked about on your website, which is um, mm -hmm. wildernutrition.com, correct? Correct. Yep, wildernutrition.com. Okay. And um, so I know you said you're doing nutritional therapy um, appointments with people. Are you doing those just locally or do you will you also do um, kind of a more remote uh, working with someone or how do you do that? Yeah, so I offer both uh, uh, in-person and remote nutri nutritional therapy services. So if you are local to the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, I would love to meet you in person and chat nutrition there. Um, but otherwise, I see nutrition clients remotely. So we do Skype or Zoom um, or Google Hangouts. There's all sorts of ways to do it. But um, yeah, that's um, also an option as well. So if you're not local, I am also seeing clients virtually. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, if anybody listening to this today, I'm sure that they are, I mean, you're everything that you're talking about on this podcast. I mean, guys, listen, I know her personally. I've spent a lot of time with this woman and she is exactly what you're hearing on here. That is who she is. And then some like, like you are truly, you're amazing. You're very helpful. One part we didn't really get to talk too much about today, um, but that you are just super good at is cheerleading, which of course, you know, I know you did that <laughs> in school, but beyond that, um, the mindset piece and the really, you know, the really, um, you know, just the, the self-talk and you're, you've, you're so good with that. And I know you remind me all the time, like, Hey, maybe, <laughs> maybe you should approach it this way. <laughs> um, but you're really good at that piece. And so, um, if someone Aww. is kind of struggling through that and, um, you know, a lot of times people are struggling, especially if they're, uh, you know, dealing with some health issues, some chronic health issues, or um, a lot of, uh, you know, extra weight, and they and they really know that they they need some weight loss uh, for health reasons. It can be really hard um, with the mindset sometimes to be able to overcome the obstacles that, that we feel like are in front of us. So, uh, you would definitely be an amazing resource for anyone that is, uh, kind of struggling with those types of things and needs that extra piece of, of the mindset and, you know, being able to get that part right. Cause that is a very important piece of the puzzle. For sure. I mean, I think mindset is, is probably the most important piece of the puzzle, um, yeah. honestly, but yeah, I, I think, and, but 
thank you for saying all that, by the way. <laughs> you, um, yeah, I think mindset is huge because the way we approach our health and just our whole lives it can, I mean, it manifests in so many different ways. And if we go into something with a negative mindset or the idea that we can't heal or that we, uh, you know, will always be this way, you know, those are things that are so important to kind of get into in control because they can really, really guide, um, our healing and our, and our health in general mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yes. Yeah. I mean, they, they're called self-limiting beliefs for a reason, right? I mean, we, we yes. literally will limit ourselves and what we're capable of doing. Like our bodies, our minds, they're amazing. And we can do so much, um, with so little, like they're so, they're so resilient. They're so amazing at being able to heal themselves and, um, get us back to where we need to be. Like you were talking about earlier, we are, our bodies are always striving for that homeostasis. They want, they want to be well, they want to keep us well. And, um, but man, we can do so much limiting that ability by the way we're talking to ourselves and what we believe. And that's a huge, huge, huge piece. Um, I think that's a gigantic piece. And I'm always trying to talk to people about the importance of stress and sleep. Um, yes. cause everybody wants, I feel like everybody is really beginning to focus on the nutrition, which is amazing. And I'm so glad that that stuff is happening. I saw an article just came out yesterday by the American, uh, diabetic association, um, finally actually talking about how a low carb diet is so helpful for diabetics. And, um, that is, it sounds crazy that that would be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe they're finally talking about this. Cause you think, right. how could that not be the message? <laughs> like, right. how, I mean, knowing what we know about nutrition, how is that not the message? But for so many years, it's not been, it's been, you know, following the standard American diet and then you cover up your carbs with insulin and right. it just is absurd, but they're finally starting to come along. So, so, you know, the nutrition piece is happening. It's, it's slow, but it is happening Mm -hmm. and it's getting out Mm -hmm. there. But I feel like the, the parts that are kind of missing and we really need to be focused on is the stress, the sleep and the mindset. I mean, those things have got to be in order. Totally. I could not agree more. So this has been an awesome talk, Amy. I love having you on here and I I just love personally getting to connect with you a little bit. (laughs) Oh my gosh, me too. And the opportunity to talk to you, Jess, I'm always for it. I know. It's awesome. So we, we, um, you know, we stay in contact. We have our little, uh, our little chat groups going with our little Mm -hmm. NTP girls and all that fun stuff, but there's nothing like getting to talk, uh, you know, actually hear you talking and then. Um, I can't wait to see you guys again in person and be able to do all that. But you guys, if you're looking for somebody to, to work with, um, especially if you're in the Maryland, D.C., Virginia area, highly recommend you reach out to Amy. So, Amy, can you tell everybody, um, just remind them your website, and then if they want to follow you on social media or anything like that, where are the best places to find you? Sure. So uh, my website is wildernutrition.com. You can see all my services Um, and offerings there. And then you can find me, my most active social media platform is Instagram. Um, So on there, I am just Wilder Nutrition on Instagram. That's awesome. All right, guys, we'll go follow her. And um, we will link to all of this in the show notes as well. So we'll definitely have all of that on there for everyone. And again, thank you so much for being on here, Amy. My gosh, thank you so much for having me. This (laughs) is fun. It was my pleasure, and I am so happy to share you with my listeners.
All right, Keto Lifestyle listeners, I hope you enjoyed that interview and I hope that you enjoyed getting to hear a little bit more from Amy. So um, if you have interest in looking into becoming a nutritional therapy practitioner or a nutritional therapy consultant with the NTA, um, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to give you information or put you in touch with them and kind of let you know how that all works. And if you are looking to get in touch with me, you can do so through my email, jessica at jessicatide.com. And like I said, we are revamping my website, but it is currently still up and uh, we're just trying to make a little ch- a few changes to to it right now and then we will um we will be doing a major overhaul over the next few months but uh you can go visit that now at www.jessicatye.com that's jessica t-y-e.com you can also follow me on instagram i am that keto blonde on instagram and on facebook it is facebook.com forward slash jessica nutrition And um, that's pretty much it, guys. So I look forward to talking to you again next week. Have a wonderful week and have an incredible 4th of July tomorrow. And I hope you guys are enjoying your um, summers and hopefully enjoying some summer barbecues and keeping it keto out there. And I am going to be releasing a video today or tomorrow on YouTube that's going to be all about uh, keeping it keto during your summer barbecue get-togethers and pool parties and 4th of July celebrations and all of that. So um, give you some tips and tricks on there and some some recipe information. So uh, tune into YouTube for that. And don't forget to use the coupon code, all caps, Keto Lifestyle, to get your $200 off of Amy's website building class. Bye-bye, guys. Go leave mommy a five-star review. Thanks for listening to my mommy and daddy. This episode of Keto Lifestyle was brought to you by Mobile Mutations. Mobile Mutations is an app development, software development company based out of Cincinnati, Ohio, that is able to evolve your ideas to the next level. Whether you're a small business or a large corporation looking to get app ideas or put together a new portfolio for your online presence, please visit the website at Mobile Mutations. This podcast is not intended to be used as medical advice and is to be used for informational purposes only. Please contact your doctor with any and all medical...